Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here we go! There's only four words. This is Something Something Bronco. This one's for Pat! Featuring Mike DeSico and Jess Place. Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined as always by Mike DeSico. Mike, how's it going? Delightful. Are you exhausted from the draft? Are you are you are you maxed out on on free, undrafted free agents? I watched exactly zero of the draft, so stay tuned for this well-informed podcast. Busy weekend, I didn't have time for it, and Broncos didn't draft till the third round. And man, I don't know who those players are. Yeah, it's hard when you uh, mortgage away your top draft picks for a quarterback who. Um, you're still awesome. kind of want to see something from Re- ready to see a little bit, Russell. He is going to be so good this year; it's going to make your brain hurt. Man, I hope so. It's nice to be out from underneath that uh, that trade, though. Like that's yeah, that's all is. settled. It is, and uh, embarrassing to move on and see what happens this year. But uh, the draft. How was your draft weekend? My draft weekend. Well, I I watched it just just for the the. Uh, um, ritual of it all. I I do enjoy the draft. I was bored with Thursday because there was nothing happening. Um, but it was kind of a nice treat to see the Broncos trade up into the second round and draft Marvin Mims Jr., wide receiver out of Oklahoma. Kind of put the focus on uh, the wide receiver position because Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, they're still on the roster. They did not get traded. And, in fact, the fifth-year option on Jerry Judy's contract was picked up on Monday. It was. And uh, interesting thing about those contracts, Andrew Mason posted on Twitter that uh, next year the Broncos can get out of Cortland and Tim Patrick's contracts with a release of trade and free up like $10 million each in cap space. So this makes this year a really, really big year for those two to prove their worth. It makes up a big year for uh, Mims to show that they can afford to let one of them go. I think they can. The wide receiver position, <laughs> the drama is not done. It just shifts into phase two now. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a battle uh, to see what, what happens at, at the wide receiver position because this, this new acquisition of Mims, it just makes things a little bit more intriguing. So, Mike, what, what are your thoughts on Marvin Mims Jr., and how is that going to affect the, the Broncos receiver room going forward? Well, how do we know he's not the spiritual heir to Deshaun Hamilton and KJ Hamler? We've been excited about these prospects and they've not paid uh, paid off. And we've talked on this podcast a lot about we're getting tired of the hype and getting tired of all this believe in the offseason press clippings. And I want to see it on the field. And 
So the main thing I want to say about MIMS is that if it allows us to release and move on from uh, Montreal, Washington, cool. I'm okay with that. He's supposed to be a good kick returner, punt returner, but I don't know. I uh, The drama's going to go on, and I'm glad Jerry Judy's back to be part of it, but my question to you is one thing I always hate is you get the player who like does really well for the last one or two games of the year, and everybody's like, oh, this guy's amazing. It's going to be great. Which Jerry Judy do we get next year? The last five games, he was if you average his numbers out, it was like 105 catches, 1,400 yards, double-digit touchdowns. Or are we getting the earlier Jerry Judy? Which Jerry Judy is uh, catching balls next year? Or dropping balls, as the case may be. He doesn't. That's a myth. His catch rate is actually pretty decent. Well, it is now. Last, I, I think year. in the beginning of the year, he had a little, little some oopsies. But, you know. He did. He did. And it's still something I'm sure he's working on. But I'm a Judy fan. But that towards pace he was on for the last five games, is it sustainable? Is that yeah. I think, well, it'd be nice. It, it would be nice. And I think having a run game to uh, open that up would be, is, is essential. Uh, you need to, you need to be able to, absolutely uh, to, to keep defenses honest. Otherwise they're going to keep creeping up and jamming him at the line and he won't be able to get open. And, you know, and then we have a repeat of uh, the start of the 2022 season. So um, if we have a run game, I, th- I see every potential for uh, Jerry Judy to uh, not only return to form, but uh, improve. Speaking of run game, our best run game just signed with the Buffalo Bills. Latavius Murray is a Buffalo Bill as of this morning, and I was still kind of hoping he would be coming back, but he's gone. But Kareem Jackson might still be coming back. What are your thoughts on those two uh, moves? Well, Murray was fine. He was he was fine, he, and I'm sure he's going to be very happy with Buffalo because they're going to probably do much better than the Broncos probably. will this year. He might have been our best offensive player last year, or. He was in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, but that's also not saying much. I mean, when you yeah. score nine points a game, it's really, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really kind of a low bar to to. Yeah, to you're to the least over. sticky turd. Yeah, and so still, I mean, he was a good player. And it's not like he didn't have an opportunity to resign here. If we, if we were going to go get him, he we would have gotten him by now. Instead, he's now playing in Buffalo, and so more power to him um, and Von Miller, and they can they can be buds. That's fine. You want uh, Kareem Jackson back? Uh, I would be surprised. I mean, he could come back. That that that's what the reports are that the door is open and it's 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 possible. But they have heavily invested in uh, the defensive secondary. And so they might just want to see what they have in, in you know, their, uh, their free agents, their undrafted free agents, and who they drafted. Um, well, but Kareem brings something they don't offer, which is that veteran leadership. He's extremely well-respected in the locker room. Is it worth him to come back for that? I mean, is it wor- it's worth for the Broncos to come back, but if you're Kareem Jackson, do you try to find a starting job somewhere else? Or are you kind of in the, I will take the paycheck and be a mentor role? Well, we had that leadership last year, and that got us uh, the fifth overall pick that we gave over to the Seattle Seahawks. That wasn't the defense's fault. <laughs> no, it wasn't, but it was not enough leadership to push the offense over the line either. So, um, right. what what is the value of leadership? I mean, you know, in the void, someone will have to step up. I, I mean, it's just in the future, there's going to be another leader that comes up. Is, sure. Will he come and play for the money that we would offer him? And that's that's the real question. I mean, yes, we'd like his leadership, and, and he can play. He does get injured uh, fairly often. But um, but we've also got some young guys that are coming in. And so let's see yeah. what they can do. What about uh, 
you can make the case that our two deepest positions were probably wide receiver, even inside linebacker. Our top two picks were those two positions. Drew Sanders from Arkansas. Any thoughts there? I don't know. Looking at his film, because, uh, you know, I, I'm not the, the film guy uh, for no. uh, the blog on which in which I write. Um, but uh, I will watch it after we draft the person, and I will say those highlights are highlights. Um, For reason, they're like hand-picked. Yeah, yeah. What are, it, what are his, what's his typical play? What's his bad play look like, you know? what's his? Who is he play to play, not just his 10 best? Uh, you know, I, yeah. I, 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 it's hard to say. It's hard to say, you know, are, are any of these guys going to be great? Every year I get super excited. I do, I, do this, sure. I do this show and I'm like, oh, my God, they killed it. And then, you know, years from now it's always like, oh, and then the 2023 draft was the worst in recent memory next yeah, to I'm... this draft in recent memory and this draft and that draft and that draft. And so um, is he going yeah. to be a player? Maybe. I don't know. I hope so. I mean, we're, I'm just too, the, done being too excited about – I was excited about Montreal. I was excited about everything this franchise does, you know, and my official Denver Bronco fan philosophy is wait and see. So I want to wait and see how good he is. But the one thing I will say on the surface, you know, JL Skinner, the safety from Boise State, uh, Sanders, uh, Mims, they all seem like they're going to be special team players. And they all seem like they have some talent there, some ability there. So that's good because our special teams has improved last year, but still lacking. So I'm glad they're paying attention to that side of the ball as well. When you have offense as terrible as the 2022 Denver Broncos, it's it, it's nice that you can compare other units and be like, well, at least they aren't that bad. They are. No, no, they 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 were bad, but they didn't suck. Yes. But they were bad. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, we didn't move any wide receivers. We didn't move. Right. We haven't moved on. We didn't draft or take on any new uh, punters or kickers. Uh, shockingly enough. I think there's going to be – we already signed a punter this offseason. Yeah, yep. And I would be shocked if McManus doesn't have some honest competition in camp. Uh, you can find good kickers on the free agent wire in June and July. And I'm not – I don't think they're going to bring in a uh, just some like rookie camp leg, so to speak. I think they will and should bring in some actual competition and open that job up. I think there were a few – a few kickers <laughs> taken, a couple, maybe two. I know, for, I know, one for sure went yeah. super early. Yeah, they went back to back, I believe. I thought. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I, I at that point in the draft, I was just like, okay, let's and just get other through. Other teams, this. other teams are stupid. Well, I don't care about other teams. They were saying, well, this, uh, what team? What, what team was it that took the punter and the kicker? Was that the Jets? No. Was that? Sounds like something they would do. Hold on, hold on. Let me look it up. Also, sounds like a Patriots move. But if the Patriots are it may have been players, it's a brilliant, you know, Bill Belichick is schooling the NFL again. If the Jets draft the exact same players, it's LOL, what morons. Yeah, no, it's the Patriots that, that did it. First team in 23 years to take both a kicker and a punter in the draft. So Wasn't the last one to do it the Raiders? Was that It the, was the Raiders. That Janikowski. was Leckler and Janikowski, yeah. And yeah. kind of worked out for them. Maybe the two best players at their position – at some point over the course of their career, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say the two greatest Raiders of all time, certainly of the 21st century, <laughs> you know, I mean, really, yeah. when you look at the Mount Rushmore Raiders players, it's, it's like special teamer, special teamer, Ray guy, special teamer, special teamer. Oh. They, they have the hall of fame of former players whining on NFL network documentaries about how 
everything is unfair to the Raiders and this and that, like George Atkinson and those guys are professional, well-paid whiners. If you want somebody to whine on a documentary, call George Atkinson and the Raiders. And Phil Villapiano. 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 Yeah. Um, not anyway. not to not to bastardize Italian names. I, I you know, Mr. No. DeSico, I, I I apologize, but I I cannot pronounce Villa Pinanano. Villa Piano. Villa Pinana. No. Villa. No, Piano. no, no. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, we were talking earlier in the show about the Broncos have the ability to move away from Portland Sutton and or Tim Patrick after this year. And you know, we're talking about Mims, but that's gonna be a lot based on how well Judy does, because if Judy gets paid He's getting paid out of Cortland Sutton's spot or Tim Patrick's spot, don't you think? Oh, there's not enough money to go around. That's for sure. Yeah, so. so one of those three, maybe two of the top three, Patrick Sutton and Judy, it's almost certain they won't be on the team next year. But I don't have a problem with that because I haven't seen anything from any of them ever. <laughs> like, that's well, the thing. Oh, well, the last year. couple games, like Jerry Judy, it's like, yeah, that's fine. But, but where is like you know the receiver streaking down the field, catching it in stride for the touchdown? Like we just have not seen that sure. in so long. Well, Sutton had a Pro Bowl year, and last year the uh, Teddy Bridgewater year, Tim Patrick was pretty outstanding. I thought he was a a uh, great up and coming player. So if he comes back healthy. I still think Cortland Sutton will be the odd man out, and he better have a good year this year just so we can trade him. Uh, plus, it'd be nice if he had a good year so the Broncos might win, you know, like a game. Six Isn't games. Amazing? Yeah. Amazing. The, yeah. Raise that average points per game up a little bit That's over 10. 10. <laughs> but is this, 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 did this draft move the needle at all for you as far as uh, 2023 expectations and hopes and dreams? I want it to. I'm used to it doing so. I don't think it is going to this time just because it's been a long, what, almost seven years now? Like, it's, it's, it's a, that's a long time to kind of just be struggling. And, and I, don't, I just don't have the resiliency that I used to have, yeah, that, that, that all... belief that all good things would come and, and, and they just don't. They don't come. Yeah, like I'm done to. buying the hype. I'm done having the Broncos piss on my head and tell me it's raining. And so I want to see it. So let's get to training camp. Let's get to, my God, we might see some players actually playing preseason. And I, I don't care who Marvin Mims is on April, or excuse me, May 1st. I care who he is. Happy May Day. First. Hey, happy May Day to you. Yeah. And since we won't have a podcast that day, happy early DeCico de Mayo to you. DeCico de Mayo. Yeah. Hey, hey. I like Good that. Day, baby. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'm trying to make it a thing, so. I think I'm in support of that. And if you want to go the bumper sticker route, I have a designer for you. Oh, like me? I mean, I teach graphic design. No, I mean like an interior designer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have different bumper stickers. that mean, something else in the New England area. Oh, yeah. No, they're very, very important out here. Yeah. 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 Uh, kind of fun. Uh, unexpected. The Broncos traded uh, their sixth round pick. For a seventh round and a tight end by the name of Troutman. I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, somebody that uh, Peyton knows well, minimal cost, and he's probably equivalent to the sort of player you get in the sixth round anyway. And we get a seventh round pick back, so I'm good with it. Uh, he hopefully between Albert O and Dulcich is a situational player. Well, do you think Albert O will be out of the doghouse? Because uh, he was he was uh, persona non grata with uh, with 
uh, Boo Boo Hackett. Uh, at you head have coach. to figure that once Hackett left, he actually kind of showed up a little bit. And you have to figure Peyton will, at the very least, have a clean slate. And so it'll be up to Alberto to earn that spot. But I don't think he's going to start the year in purgatory and in the doghouse. But I think Dulcich is your presumptive starter. It makes you wonder, like, how, what he did to get into the doghouse. I'm surprised it hasn't come out yet. But it has. my guess is attitude, not working hard, late for meetings. That's got to be my guess. Maybe saw his, uh, saw Nathaniel Hackett for the sham coach that he was. And called him out on it. Yeah. <laughs> and said, hey, you're happy-go-lucky, let's not practice and hit people bullshit. I know. The fraud. I'm not going to say charlatan, but I'm not not going to say it either. Well, you should. <laughs> it's a good word, and I think it's app. And once you see the fact that he grew his little uh, goatee out, did you see Nathan ha- Nathaniel Hackett's goatee? Oh, now he's like evil Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, and it's just like fraud is the only word that comes, you know, charlatan. You know, we were – it's – Misled. We were, we were we misled, um, or did we get so enamored with, oh, my God, this guy was so much fun to go out to Elway's with for his interview – that we didn't stop to realize, wait, your plan is to do what? Right, right. It was all about the margaritas at Los Dos Patrios and not so yes. much the about the substance. Wait, you're, you're not going to have them hit, nor are you going to play them in the preseason, and you're going to like build your scheme around something other than the strengths of our players. What could go wrong? Yeah. So anyway, maybe uh, less alcohol at these interviews could be <laughs> fewer margaritas. Could be a good call because Nathaniel Hackett, like, he seems like a fun guy to hang out with. Well, and then there was, okay, but. So are you, but in, I don't want you to coach the Broncos, Jess. I, why not? I think we both know the reason why. In full disclosure, there are no uh, obscured uh, viral videos of me doing bong rips on the internet. I, I don't know there if that are, was real. They are not obscured at all. They are out there in their glory. I don't think it's him. Do you think it's, do you think it's Sean Payton doing bong rips? He's smarter than that, right? Oh, I never even heard that story. What? I thought you were just making a silly joke about you. I'm like, yeah. No, no. All all my bong reps came before viral videos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've not heard this, but I don't care either. It's like, what's if, if there's a video like, hey, Sean Payton is enjoying a glass of whiskey or some beer, nobody would care. And I don't care if he uh, had some of the uh, devil's lettuce. Some of these ripping bangers. I don't uh, care. <laughs> if he was doing it like on the hood of a moving car through right. traffic, while well, working a a, a a a landscape uh, shredder, uh, yeah. a, a chipper, a wood chipper, perhaps. Yeah, which is danger dangerously close to like an endangered like mouse or bird that you know could get into trouble with the EPA. Right, if anything like that. You right, don't want to mess with EPA first of all. That's just kids. Don't do it. Don't do it. But then I'd be concerned. But uh, I have not seen this video. I'm going to Google the hell out of it as soon as I get. To oh yeah, it. yeah. Well, they say it's it's him, but it's it's not the highest quality video. This was not done with an iPhone 14. This was done with uh, I, I'm not like a, probably a flip phone. Like um, one of the ones you get free from Cricket Wireless. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Cricket Wireless, proud sponsor of not this show. I might uh, switch to them. Oh, here we go. Did Sean Payton smoke a bog? Breaking down viral video, Broncos head coach. Man, it's very slowly loading here. I'm on my school computer. Okay, so here's the video. It's 12 seconds. That looks like it's definitely him. Looks like it's definitely a bong. And you know what? My opinion hasn't changed. Good for him. 
<laughs> you think it's him? It looked like him, but it's like it's off season. I think it's ridiculous that uh, players can still get in trouble for it. Uh, it's legal in most places. It's actually medicinally beneficial. We allow like uh, players and teams to advertise alcohol. You know, if uh, there was a video of Justin Simmons with a Bud Light or a bottle of what's good alcohol, Dom Perignon in his hand, nobody cares, right? Why is this any different? Yes. Well, I agree. I agree. I don't think it really matters if if he's got a bong in one hand or a bottle of Dom DeLuise in the other. It's really... It's Dom DeLuise, by the way. Everybody <laughs> should go watch uh, Cannonball Run, and you'll get that reference, and you'll be like, damn, Dom DeLuise was great. Yes. Dom Perignon, Dom DeLuise. They're <laughs> the same thing, right? Yeah. Go watch Cannonball Run, kids. Cannonball, yeah. Cannonball Run 2. Yeah, or Cannon Blazing Saddles. Run. He he he, he uh, had a good role in Blazing Saddles. Hey, just Google... Dom DeLuise, Burt Reynolds, and then just sit back and enjoy your day because it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. <sighs> uh, so what else? We got, God, we got training camp, what, in July? Yeah, we're like two months away. Two months. Two and so a half months. training camp in there. We have any uh, June. We have June 1 cuts coming up. Uh, More importantly, we have the schedule release coming up. And they're saying it's going to be on May 11th. That is that is the buzz. I thought it was hilarious during the draft that they're like, schedule release show coming up. It's going to be awesome. We don't know when it is yet. Yeah. It's like, well, why are you advertising it? Because you're going to have to do it anyway. Like, why is it? I don't understand the, the hype around around a date to be determined. But yeah, the schedule release know? party doesn't do anything for me. I'm like, just show me the tweet with the uh, schedule on it, and that's that's good enough for me. I mean, are we getting the Jets and Nathaniel Hackett game one? That's is that, that's kind of the rumor, right? The revenge tour already? Is the revenge tour for us or for Nathaniel Hackett? Does Nathaniel Hackett think he's on a revenge tour? Does he feel he was treated unfairly? Uh, I, he shouldn't. I think he had every opportunity to show that he was a competent human and – yeah, maybe he lost the team, the well, the fans in game one with settling for a what, sixty-three yard, yard field, three hundred and ten yard field goal. It was unlikely to make it, which brings us back to the chucklehead kicker who said, "Oh, I can make that. Don't even bother gaining fifteen yards with your franchise quarterback who has already thrown for almost four hundred yards of uh, offense this game." Pashaw, I say, and then the. Uh, one of the great parts of the season was uh, the second game of the year when the home fans were already counting down the playcock for Nathaniel Hackett. Remember that? I do. Uh, I, can, I can never forget that. I, that oh. is like the lowest, like biggest incompetent boobery I mean, display of coaching ever to have the crowd count down yeah, the playcock. To have a new coach, like one of those gaffes any point in the season is kind of just – so shameful and to have both of them back to back in the first few weeks i mean sean payton talking about low bars to clear i mean what <laughs> what does what let's let's put that out what does a successful season for sean payton look like is it the playoffs is it just hey look russell wilson looks like a compliment comp, competent nfl quarterback is that is that the bar where are we going with this the bar is lower than it has ever been mike it's as yeah. low as it's ever been so what? so it's just don't embarrass ourselves on national TV. I don't think national TV is going to make that mistake yeah. again that they made last year in going all in on the Denver Broncos. I, I will have some national games, but I don't think it's going to be a full slate. No. Well, let's say it's October 1st. Let's go to the future. You're looking back. What do you want to have seen from Sean Payton 
in that first month to make you feel like that first round pick was worth it. Well, he's already not Nathaniel Hackett. So that's Okay, well, that's one thing down. Good that's, for him. I mean, he's already ahead, so that's good. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, I, don't make me feel like an idiot for tr- trading for um, Russell Wilson. Don't make me feel embarrassed every time I think of Russell Wilson and, and what happened. Like, I, yeah. I, I, th- for a brief moment, I was so excited that we had Russell Wilson, and oh. then, like, it evaporated. It was, like it was, it was months. Like, even after the first game, I was excited we had Russell Wilson. You know, he threw for 300-some yards. The two fumbles on the goal line weren't his fault. Nathaniel Hackett choosing to kick the field goal wasn't his fault. I'm thinking we, we've we got something here, you know? Um, yeah. But I, I think what I want to see from uh, Sean Payton is that he has Russell Wilson, A, playing a system that matches his ability, and B, that he has Russell Wilson convinced to play within that system. You know, I, I want to see those two on the same page. I don't need to see 400 yards and three touchdowns every game. Although I wouldn't say no, but that's just what I want to see. Does does it make sense? Does it pass the eyeball test? And it's another low bar. The title of the Broncos' new season highlight film will be low bars. You know, are they cleared? Stepping over the bar. Stepping over the incredibly <laughs> low bar. And that's my low bar for Peyton. Does his system make sense for Wilson? And does he have Wilson convinced to run it on the bright side he doesn't have to do all those endorsements or anything like that because with his play last year all that crap just dried up like the damn serengeti like he we're not going to see subway commercials the let's ride crap like all that horse manure hmm, that uh that we saw in the offseason last year that got us all super hyped i think i was excited like that's our guy but hey, you know what? My favorite parts of the offseason are I'm looking forward to Jerry Judy Instagram videos of him running routes against uh, UPS drivers or whoever those people are. Yes. And uh, be like, oh my God, this guy's amazing because it's June and he's running routes in shorts. In shorts. And Russell Wilson, uh, his look how awesome I am working out videos. You know, I'm looking forward to those too. Yeah. Well, right now, all, the only Russell Wilson video we've had this offseason is him wrecking his golf cart into the sand trap at that golf course. Very uh, the Nard Dog, Andy Bernard from The Office, you know? Yes, Nard Dog. Yeah. You don't generally want to be compared to the Nard Dog. You know, that's <laughs> that's usually a mark against you, so. See, I saw that video and I thought of Jackass, where they are, like, crashing the golf course. They're, like, also drinking not a giant good... 40s of of, yeah, of, of that's also liquor good, and, and almost good, uh, killing Johnny Knoxville. To be in, you know? Yeah. 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 It's really, I don't know how you wreck out like that. Um, I did, My, uh, I, I did used to actually use golf carts when I worked uh, on the shows, on the big shows in the Hollywood. Yeah. Um, but I, other than having the battery go dead on me uh, and parts unknown on various studio lots, uh, I never had any sort of experience well, like that. True story and all that. Uh, my brothers in law, we're golfing with our father-in-law once over Christmas and he was up on two wheels and he almost flipped it. And we're like just watching in horror from the back card as they, cause it was on a steep hill. So not only would they have flipped it, they would have rolled on. Oh, so it's and, the side two wheels. They were back. It wasn't yeah. like they were doing wheelies. Oh no, no, no. It was no. the side two. And part of me was kind of like, as long as nobody gets hurt, that would be hilarious. But you know, <laughs> I didn't want to have to spend my, you know, Christmas day or the 26th, whatever, Christmas break in the emergency room, trying not to laugh about how funny it was. Trying to remove the, uh, the, uh, golf club that has impacted itself into your father-in-law's 
yeah, and they're, and they're, my father's my father-in-law and the brother-in-law they're all like great dudes i love them all but uh i'm guess if i had to push him to shove i'm glad he didn't roll the golf cart down the hill you should have just pulled them out of the golf cart and then just pushed it over just to see what happens just see what happens yeah i mean yeah. it was a it was like a uh it belonged to the golf course it's not like our cars no and they got insurance that's why that's it why it's right there yeah i and, agree uh, yeah i think Maybe we do it, you know, as long as we don't film it and, you know, put evidence out there on, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Well, Mike, you've made it to the end of yet another something, something Broncos, this post draft special edition. Uh, my God, it was amazing. Was it, how was it for you? Was it good? It's good, but I just had this realization with my God, what are we talking about next week? Uh, next week, we're going to talk about the players that were cut as a result of the draft. Uh, oh, good. There might be one. There might be two. Let's, uh, so let's let's say players now, and uh, and and we'll revise next week as necessary. Yeah, that's where it's at. You know. Oh, Dance, and the great. schedule will be coming out, and we'll Ooh. we can really go into like these are the matchups, and that we'll have already leaked like the international game by then, yeah. and all the and we'll like I'm seeing you know an eleven and six record here based on nothing. Nothing. Yeah, For and sure. we will be wrong. Oh well, I mean you know blind squirrel. And all that. Ready to be a blind squirrel. Ready to find that oh, yeah. nut. That's right. Yeah. Hey, guess what I'm going to do? You're going to go have a pot pie, aren't you? I'm going to have a hot pot pie. Yeah. Don't let, don't let it go viral on the internet, Sean Payton. That's you it. I'll follow you on Twitter at Jezru. Yeah, I'm on the Twitter. And you are on the Twitter, too. Yes. Mike DeSico at Mike DeSico. Mm -mm -mm. Common spelling. Yep. All right, Jess. Pot pie. Let's ride.